This is the intro, this is the intro, this is the intro to the Poet and Billy Podcast Extravaganza! Do it. Can you sit that's, on can you sit just, on Tim's lap? I mean I could. I, I mean you've done this plenty of times, right? Sitting chair. on his lap. Oh yeah. I'll break this chair. I wish I had somebody's lap to sit on. Oh it's not that great. Just a plane ride away, baby. <laughs> We're in the middle of a pandemic. That's yeah. not as easy as it used to be. <laughs> hey, we'll wear masks. We'll wear masks. You know, everywhere. it's the plane ride I'm concerned about, though. <laughs> well, and and, and honestly, honestly, it's been a while well, since we've talked to him. I don't leave my house much at all. That makes sense. That was before too. That was before <laughs> the pandemic. I know. <laughs> now the pandemic has just allowed me to lean into my lifestyle. <laughs> I like zero anxiety. Hey, you want to go out Friday? No, man, we're in the middle of a pandemic. What are you crazy? <laughs> Alrighty. Um, I used to know how to do this. You gotta go in and you gotta set up the mod. Okay. Yeah, we gotta do it like this. Don't do it like that. Okay. All right. There we go. Can you can you hear both of us? We're both gonna talk. Oh, yeah, okay. I mean, I you definitely sound definitely sound louder now. All right, we're both we both right. gotta talk. Talk. Hi, stupid ass. Well, well, you, I hate you. Why you do this? Why you gotta look so sexy all the time? Hey, keep talking. I'm done. You done? <laughs> can you hear both of us now? Yes, we can hear both of you now. All right, cool. Yeah. And I'm just right. gonna presume you're sitting on his lap. Damn near. Go. Go, <laughs> go for it, as Rocky would say. What did he say? Go for it. I always thought he just said, Adrian! <laughs> he said, go for it. And then didn't he sleep with Drago? Didn't, did we I not see the same movie? Is that's that Game of Thrones. Thrones. That's no, Game of Thrones. That's right. I don't remember Drago and just takes it raw dog style. Oh, I thought this was like the time I watched an alternate version of Iron Man and then recorded it because I thought my brain had melted and then Data visited and he found out that they do that sometimes on television oh yeah oh yeah the tv cut of iron man is like a completely different movie dude completely different i'm laying on the couch watching this thing and i'm like yo this ain't the iron man that i remember has somebody <laughs> changed the timeline and somehow I'm the only one that remembers the alt version of Iron Man. So I recorded that shit because I needed someone to help. And then consequently, uh, uh, Data came out and visited shortly thereafter. And we I showed it to him. And then he immediately just looked it up on Wikipedia. Because the information was readily available. All I would have had to do is Google search it. But I was... All you had to do was look it up. Yeah, but I wanted to live under the belief that I existed in some alternate timeline with a different Iron Man. And now I had this life's mission to figure out what had been changed from my memory, which is terrible, to today. It's like the Mandela effect. You somehow went into the past and... Changed the timeline. Butterfly flapped its wings. That's right. Everybody got coronavirus. Jedi well, I mean, caused I mean, all of this. No! I was very, I was, uh, I was 
pretty obvious what happened too when you watch Iron Man two and suddenly Don Cheadle is there instead of. Uh... <laughs> I know you went back in time it's and you out. got him fired. Oh no! I mean, arguably, it's been for the better. It has. Really, what I should have done is went into the went back in time and got him cast in the first Iron Man, so we just had regular continuity. And while I'm at it, why not just hey, uh, just go with Mark Ruffalo? It's gonna work out for the best. Look, poet, we're here. Deal with it. <laughs> I get it. You guys were born this way. <laughs> I actually wish you guys were gay. Uh, I think it would be nice. You That's guys. Would be... <laughs> A lot of things would make so, more sense. Weird thing to, to my, wish to my for family, somebody. especially. Oh, we keep sleeping together. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's, I assume the that's just because it's really cold outside. Things. <laughs> I don't know. That, that's kind of, you know, if you think about it, is it really that big of a deal if two men sleep in a bed together? Women do it all the time. Sometimes you just got to kiss the homies goodnight, but sometimes you got you to fuck the homies, you know? Isn't that a thing? Isn't that a thing that happens? No. Uh, with consent, yeah. Um, I've never fucked Oh, yeah, I, I knew that. I just wanted to ask you guys to make sure you knew that. No. Good. Good, good, good. Did, did you guys watch? I feel like this is the time. Yeah, yeah. We actually—that's why I had to stall for time because we were watching the Mandalorian, <laughs> and it was like, man, we could do the show and you know just kind of pretend, but that wouldn't work. So yeah, we had to watch it first. And Wait, what? are we recording now, or are we or we got to start a show? Or oh yeah, no, yeah. No, now like, is now. Then was then, but now, now is now. now. Yeah, now is now now. Okay, cool. I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. Yeah, we're recording them. <laughs> of course we're recording. That makes it great. We got a good opening. We got we got gold. This is all gold. All right, we got enough for this interview, right? Like, we're done. We're done. This is enough. This is all some we reaction need. shots. Of we that. need some reaction shots, yeah. Oh, what? no. <gasps> He no, he didn't. That's crazy. That's so crazy, oh, man. God. I'm on my third. That's crazy. This story's <laughs> crazy. All right, I think you guys got enough material. All right, we we, we can splice this together, right? That's how oh, professional man. does this. That's how professional does. We, we're good. We we uh, did it. Hour long episode, eight minutes. Good night. Good night, everybody. <laughs> oh, oh, man. oh, that's wrong. That's, that's wrong. Yeah, wrong. yeah, First it's wrong. a total. Yeah, it's. A, no, that's the no, old one too. That's the old one. Oh man, I haven't listened to your sh- this show in a while. Do you guys have an opening thing? Yeah, yeah, I sing. Yeah, he sings it. Oh, you know, you better not be using that that song I made of you because that that's that's infringement. Of oh some no, past- I have I have not yeah. used that song. Oh man! I love this idea that like Puma's gonna sue you. <laughs> Objection! He, he's gonna sue me because I'm using a song he made using all things I said. That's right. That's how intellectual property works. On Dr. Dre's beat. That's crazy. I was gonna say there's a lot of issues there. You see, intellectual property is intellectually, I own it. So, it's my property. Well, and that's law. That's the law. Well, isn't property a nine-tenths possession? And since I'm last using it, wouldn't that mean it's mine? Okay, well, you know, how much you got? You gonna pay me off? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just 
take you to court and win. Damn it. <laughs> I got nothing, Tim. I got no I got no hill to stand on here. You never did. As my attorney, I find, <laughs> I don't want you to find me a better attorney. Alright, we're wasting lots of time here. I'm sorry. This is just <laughs> this is just basic Puma bullshit now. Wait, do we even use names anymore? Do we just yeah. use our regular names? Well, or Billy goes have... by Billy. I still go by Poet. Okay. I'm Tim. <laughs> Sometimes. We call him, I mean, that's not true. People call you Nathan or Nate. It's not. Only one person has called me Nate on here, and that was Jake last episode. That's because he knows me in real life. I don't think he's the only one, though. I, I'm telling you there's somebody else on the show that has done it. I was expecting that to go a different way. It was like, only one man has called me Nate, and he is dead now. He's dead. <laughs> He's not calling anybody anything anymore. Oh, man. All right, well, I haven't, I haven't gone by Puma in so friggin' long now. You're always so, Puma I, to me. I know. All right, fine. He still calls me Tack from time to time, and I'll forget. I'm like, oh, yeah. Who's that That's guy? Me. Billy's like, I get called Daddy now, so... True story. Well, it's funny because uh, in the lead, so last week we had um, a friend of mine on uh, who wrote his first novel, and so in the lead up to that episode, um, he was like, "So, like, what do I call you guys? Do I call you Nate? Do I call you Poet?" And I was like, "Call me whatever you feel comfortable calling." I was like, "Billy is Billy. I'm Poet, but you don't know me as that." I'm like, "Call me whatever you want." And he was like, "I think I'll call you Poet." And then the whole episode, we, we, we you don't use my name until the very end. And he's like, he said Nate, and I was like, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like Nate. Uh, that's a name I haven't heard in a long time. <laughs> oh man, that's a good segue. Hey, did you guys watch Last Jedi? <laughs> movie of the year, right? We're not allowed to talk about that movie on the show. Good. Yeah. Good, I know. We're not allowed to talk in this house either. It's the Jim X3 Spider-Man 3 of the Poet and Billy podcast. <laughs> um, Alright, let's just get it out of the way. Let's talk about Mandalorian Episode 1, Season 2. Alright. We ben, totally watched it. I thought, that... it was, I thought it was a great way to start the season. John Favreau is a huge fan of KOTOR. Like, huh? he, has to be. he has to be. Knights of the Old Republic, KOTOR. It yeah. definitely did give me Knights of the Old Republic vibes. Uh, the entire Tatooine story, including giving the the Crate uh, Dragon Pearl to the Tusken Raiders. Oh my god, I completely forgot about that part. They even use a Bantha to lure it out of the cave. The whole thing, I was like, Jesus. If there's a star map behind there to the Mandalorians, it's, it's plagiarism. That would have been fantastic. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have noticed. I would have been... Like, Thank you to Bioware. I'd have been watching that thinking, man, this episode's great. And then they'd have walked into that cave and found a star map. I'd have been mind blown. <laughs> my brain would have just leaked out of my ear. I did not pick up on any of the Knights of the Republic shit. God damn it. Oh, my God. Now, all I can think of is that giant cave you walk in and find the goddamn star map. Yeah. Son of a bee. I still have got to go back and keep playing. I've got, I found the star map on Kashyyyk. Uh-huh. Uh, the last time I played, and I think that's the only star map I've gotten to so far in my last playthrough. So I gotta go back and pick it back up again. This episode spoiled all of tattooing for you. Oh, what? no! Yeah, <laughs> pretty much the entire I don't remember. It's been years, but yeah, I remember. 
uh, Tatooine was great. I remember really enjoying it because I was like, oh my god, I know that planet. <laughs> it's from the movie. I know that place. I'm a kid. I clapped. I clapped when I saw it. It's the desert one. With it's two the brown No, one. not that desert one. The other one. The other yeah, brown the one. The first desert <laughs> one. Oh, God, man. It was a crate dragon. Because when that thing, when, when that town started to shake, I was like, what is this? Are we doing another empire thing? Are we doing oh, another? I, I was thinking, like, is this Dune? Are we doing Dune? <laughs> <laughs> and it was. It was <laughs> you guys thought Dune and not Tremors, huh? You know, well, I did, say, I did mention Graboids at one point, and, and Tim was like, no, think bigger. Scarier. More teeth. <laughs> God damn. Also, I just love doing a um, just a classic Western story to start out the season. Because I was like, I wonder if every season is going to have the the raid on the townsfolk kind of episode. And they were like, no, we're starting it. They're starting it off with that. The Wait. Seven Samurai bit? Yeah. Oh, save a town? Yeah. I thought there was going to be like, you get one. You get one every season. And we just start the season with one, and I loved it. I'm, I also I loved the, you need to work together with the engines that keep raiding your town and what's it. It's like, but I don't want <laughs> to treat their peace No, they're not. You'll see. <laughs> <laughs> then they had to drink from the peace pipe. We all learned something. Thing. God damn. That was Especially that giant worm thing. It definitely learned something to stay the fuck away. <laughs> Or that total Batman opening with the uh, the gangster. Right. Oh, that was great. Yeah. You're going to bet your armor tonight. No, I'm not. He's like, it's not up to you. And he shoots the guy. And it's like, oh, I guess the fight's over. The fight's only just begun. Well, it's funny because, like, when I thought about... Granted, this guy probably doesn't know uh, what happened in the first season. But I'm thinking about, like, the first season. And it made me think of, like... When Taken Two and Taken Three and and Taken Three came out and stuff, it was like, "Hey, remember that guy that killed all of us in that last movie?" Let's Fuck go after that guy. Oh yeah, it's like, that makes what sense. What do you think is gonna happen? This hasn't worked out for anyone that's tried this. It's like when they get five Bourne movies into the Bourne series, and it's like, mm-hmm. "Hey, you know that guy that kills like hundreds of people at a time?" Yeah, Jason Bourne. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ! It's Jason Bourne. Yeah, let's go attack that guy. Uh, That's why I stand by the idea. One of the best scenes in any form, whether it's a comic book, TV show, movie, whatever, any form of medium, one of the best moments of Batman is in the, I think it's the Batman animated series, or it might be one of the Justice League episodes, when Batman is going through like an office, and these gangsters are outside like doing their rounds, and one walks in, sees him, they look at each other for a few seconds, and he walks out, and the guy's like, anything? Nope. (laughs) <laughs> I'm going he home. Knows. Like, what's he gonna do? It's fucking Batman. <laughs> Walks into a room, sees Batman. He's like, "Okay, I didn't realize I was retiring as a as a goon tonight, but that's what I'm doing." Right. But then, like, someone's like, "I'm gonna go after this Mandalorian. He can't be like that Mandalorian that took out an entire squad of stormtroopers, or literally a Mandalorian." Yeah. That's it's not like you know, eight hundred of them are just gonna go up out of nowhere. When he said uh, where the other, when he was looking for another Mandalorian, he was like, on Tatooine. I was like, oh my god, I know a Mandalorian on Tatooine. (laughs) I heard he died. Well, I even thought I was dead. Until I found out it was just that I was in Nebraska. (laughs) Then you see it's Timothy Oliphant in the friggin' Boba Fett armor. Boba Fett is Timothy Oliphant. (laughs) 
I like that they went with a new character for that and not that Jaster Morell from the old EU now Legends. Oh. Even though I don't old, like old Boba Fett. Yeah. Did, even did though anybody I else think uh, that he was going to let him keep the armor? No. That was my thought. Was like they were going to get through the whole thing, and he was like going to grow respect for him and be like, "Keep it. Keep your keep your village or whatever safe." No, and I'm happy the, that didn't happen, but... for the single reason that I don't like Timothy Oliphant. Really? Really? Yes. yes. I actually, I, 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 I always like him and everything I see him, and I really liked him in this role. He's super. Oh, you don't like him as a person? Is that what it is, or you just I, don't like? Him? I don't know him as a person. I suspect I wouldn't like him as a person because <laughs> I don't like him as an actor. Dude, he's awesome. Like in in Deadwood, he's fantastic in Deadwood. I wouldn't watch Deadwood just because he's in it. <laughs> oh man, you that are missing sense. out. Like Timmy- Deadwood. You know, okay, we've established on this show before already. I don't like westerns. I am not a western guy at all. Like it's I find them boring. Deadwood is the exception. I would watch Deadwood right now if it was on. It's so good. Yeah, I'm okay, just going to everybody. Cr- <laughs> I'm just going to insert crickets after that. Um yep. <laughs> I'm I'm just trying to let you understand that Deadwood is that. I good. understand. I, I will say I that like Mandalorian, which is totally a western. I will say that this season has continued a trend from last season in having somebody I don't necessarily like that much play a character in a way that I don't necessarily like that much. <laughs> <laughs> Who was it in the first season? Bill Burr. Bill Burr. Oh, okay. I th- I would have been okay with Bill Burr. I don't like Bill Burr. I, it's not that I don't like Bill Burr. I do think Bill Burr uh, 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 is funny. I don't like Bill Burr specifically related to Star Wars because of all the shit he used to talk about Star Wars fans. And I remember... <laughs> no, I remember that school year in June, I could talk to somebody my age, and then over the summer, Star Wars came out, and by September, I didn't know what anybody was talking about. They were all talking about the Force and Chewbacca... And all of that. You hadn't seen it? No, I did. I never saw it. I, I saw it later. By the time then, I was too old. And I was like, this is like a cheesy self-help book. <laughs> putting outer space with, like, Muppets. And now this fuck is in a Star Wars, a good fucking Star Wars TV show? Fuck oh, him. I, okay, it, I thought the thing that was going to throw you was the fact that it's like, where is he from? Space Boston? <laughs> no. If, honestly, if they would have put him in a helmet so you couldn't see his face... It would have been, um, because to me, he just looked like Bill Burr. That, one of my biggest problems so far with the Star Wars, this the Mandalorian, has been the cameos, to me, have taken me out of the show. From the very yeah. first one, um, Brian Poussain, when he pulled up, it just pulled me right out of the show. And I'm just like, oh, there's the geologist from Big Bang Theory. And a million other nerdy shows I've seen him play an <laughs> alternate version of. Um, and like with Bill Burr, I mean, take away the pistol. What makes that a Star Wars character? You know what I mean? Like he was in like a, a fucking black turtleneck and pants. <laughs> so like he had that he had that shoulder pistol that was kind of yeah, cool. Take away the shoulder pistol. The pistols. I mean, he's, he's there's nothing Star Wars about him. And like then he said, had the Boston he, accent. He was just from Boston. Take off your yeah. helmet and your armor. Yeah, that's he's from the Massachusetts side of of Coruscant. <laughs> I, I I get it. Like I I I would find I sometimes I do find it distracting when there's like a recognizable actor 
uh, in a franchise or so where you're like, it's, it, or even not in a franchise, just in a movie or something you're watching in general, because it's kind of hard to separate them where you're just like, well, that's Bill Burr. You know, it's, it's hard to, to not see it that way. The yeah, only like problem been, uh, I have with that is that you don't, you, we've talked about this before. He doesn't feel, Poet <laughs> is fine with the fact that, uh, Carl Weathers is in it. Like he doesn't see Carl Weathers as Carl Weathers. He's like, no, oh, no, because because he because he's playing his character believably. He looks he's like play, I mean, he looks like Burr a star. Too. He looks like a Star Wars character. He's dressed like a Star Wars character. Bill Burr looks like Bill Burr. And all you needed to take away the pistols and give him a mic. He's what was the difference? Zero difference. They should have Carl had, Weathers like, wasn't. Or something. Carl Weathers wasn't yoked up with an afro in the jungle showing those guns. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't in a turtleneck, or he wasn't in a yellow sweater and a fucking cap with one arm golfing. You know what I'm saying? He looked like a fucking Star Wars character. Give Bill Burr a microphone, and you couldn't have told told any different. Walking around in regular people clothes or something. Rewatch it, Billy. He was walking around in regular people clothes. You didn't think it was weird? He wore uh, wore all black to make himself look thin because he was going through a fat period. (laughs) He was he was very swole, I guess. You didn't think it was weird when uh, Carl Weathers and Mandalorian were running on that beach and then they hug at the end and it's just like you got it, you got it back, you got the eye of the Mandalorian. No, I I did think it was weird. He was wearing American flag silk trunks though. That that (laughs) that 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 took me out of it. I mean, you have to admit the best scene of that first season is when they're setting up traps in the jungle and he takes off his shirt. And he's got that vest on and he's got the guns out and they're like lifting the thing up. And for some reason, Arnold Schwarzenegger is there. They never really say why, but he is. But I might have been watching uh, something else. You might have been. But I, it sounds like that's a really, I would be interested in that episode of The Mandalorian. You're one. Ugly motherfucker. This is the way. I actually did watch Predator a few weeks ago. Uh, every time I watch it, that movie is so, so good. I love that movie. <laughs> it's better than it has any right to be. It really how is. how many problems they had making it. I uh, love that John claude Van Damme got fired from that movie. <laughs> well, you mean I gotta cover up my face? Well, you're an alien. You can't be a dude. Uh, no, I, I'm I'm out. I'm out. The Predator just kept doing the splits, and they were like, this is really not what we're going for. It's not intimidating when he just stands there with his freaking legs out at 180-degree uh, angles. No, there's not going to be any need for you to Johnny Cage Arnold Schwarzenegger in the nuts. Like, who do you, who's Johnny Cage? He give did him, it every give him 10 years. <laughs> Oh, Did you ever hear man. the uh, the uh, prank that uh, Arnold uh, pulled on Jesse in that on Jesse Ventura? Uh uh-uh. uh Okay, Maybe so they're doing forgotten. They're doing their fittings for their costumes, right? Which is weird because like they're all sleeveless in the movie. <laughs> but they're doing fittings, and uh, Jesse asked, he's like, "Hey, did you measure uh, Arnold's uh, arms?" And they were like, "Yeah," and they showed him the measurement, and he's like, "Oh fuck, I got two inches up on Arnold Schwarzenegger. I can't wait to tell him." And then the next time he sees Arnold, he's like, hey, how about we uh, measure biceps and see uh, who has the bigger biceps? And Arnold's like, well, if we're going to if we're going to measure biceps, we got to we got to make it interesting. He's like, what about a bottle of champagne? He's like, OK, thousand dollar bottle of champagne. And they go to measure and Arnold's is three inches larger than Jesse's. 
And Jesse's like, what the fuck? And, and Arnold like later said, he's like, yeah, I paid off the costumer to tell him that it was <laughs> it was four inches smaller. Because oh, he knew that Jesse was going to ask. Right, he just knew to watch this motherfucker and come in and be like, I bet I could get bigger than him. He's like, I'm bigger than Arnold. Arnold's like, no, you ain't. No, you, no, you ain't. <laughs> That's fantastic. So we all love Mandalorian Season 2. Super excited with the... Uh, the reveal at the end. I uh, was I was telling Billy earlier. If all we get is him as Boba Fett, I'll be happy. But I honestly want to see him as Rex. Um, if we don't get to see Tamora as Rex, I'll be sad. Well, here's the thing: is that um, it could be Rex because he had some scars on the side of his head. If they were going to keep that continuity, that is, uh, his chip got ripped out at one point. True. It could be Rex. You never know. Yeah, that's a it good point. Like... I, didn't, I didn't think about that. It could very. It, it's not like they said that that's who it was, but I just assumed those scars mm-hmm. looked like they were more covering his eye, though. To me, when I watched it, that's what I thought. It, it's Boba Fett. Yeah, it yeah. I mean, it's it's it, likely. It would like be a weird. Sure it would Boba be a Fett. weird like feign to be like Boba Fett's armor the whole time, and then oh, here's Rex without a beard. You know what I mean? Also, way younger than you would think you would be at this point, since yeah. it's like, what, 40 years since we saw Rex last? Ah, uh, yeah. Something. Something like that. Oh, well, no. What? No. It hasn't been 40 years. Because re- I don't know. Did you watch Rebels? Well, yeah, but Rebels is before even like the first Death Star got destroyed. And well, this yeah. is... How many years after the second Death Star is destroyed? Yeah, but they, but in Rebels they they allude to him being at Endor, so the okay. last time we would have because he's he's right. he's alluded to be the uh, Santa Claus looking motherfucker in Return. That's of the Jedi. right. They retroactively made it that that could be Rex. That's yeah. right. And so, so that's technically the last time we saw Rex. He would still be super old. He'd be ancient for a clone at that point. They don't live that long, right? No, they don't, but, I mean, we know there are alters, alterations, mutations, or whatever, because of the... Um, of the Bad Batch and all that? The Bad Batch, the the, the ones they're doing a spinoff of. Did you... That's that's really true. I, I, I swear, like, 90% chance that that's Boba Fett at the end. Because I oh, swear that he no, was on happened. his way to go get his armor back, and he's like... Well, now the Mando has it, so I gotta rip it off the Mando now. Well, do well. So, so do, is that what you think, or do you think? Because this is what I think. I think he's watching the Mandalorian, and he told Timothy Oliphant to be like, tell him this story about how you got it. Ask him to do this as a test to see if he really is a Mandalorian, and then just give it to him. I, I, I don't I think that's what happened. That's that that's that's a little far. I'm well, I'm gonna I'm gonna tack onto that a little bit, and I'm gonna say that um, his story did seem like it was maybe missing a few chunks of it. You know, well, do we, how does he know how to use that armor so well? Yeah, if someone didn't give it to him and show him how to use it. I mean, he came in. I mean, it's back. possible, I guess, that there's chunks, but I don't know. Uh, uh, well, do we think like a weird thing? So considering like. We've established over the course of just that one episode how important that that armor is to them. For them to just be like, uh, I'm going to give this to you and we'll see what happens. <laughs> I don't know. We'll uh, see. We'll, we'll see. 
Well, do we think that that was uh, Boba Fett last season? Yes. Yes. So. So that means he would have had the armor last season. Or yeah. he didn't know about it. Like he literally just like he finally they had the just spurs found. On. Like, they had spurs on, but Timothy Alphon didn't have any spurs. That's he very just true. had gauntlets and the chest pieces and helmet. That's right. Yeah, he didn't have any of the other rest of the armor. So Boba Fett has still has his pants. <laughs> his great still tunic. has the chaps. I can't, I can't, I can't wait until we see what what else they do. Also, when yeah. that dragon disappeared, and I swear that it was gonna come up underneath them again, and then it shows up on top of the mountain, right. and then Timmy screams, he has the high ground! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! That was my favorite bit in the whole episode, just for Timmy yelling that. Oh, man. They did a real good job establishing just how fucking big that thing was, too. Uh, yeah. How the... fast it is! Yeah. Because it kept getting, like, behind them and shit. Uh, it's good. You know, and I, I was thinking about it since we were having you on... Uh, the first season of The Mandalorian, it actually reminds me of something. Ooh. I don't know if you guys have thought about this or discussed this at all. Uh, so there's this thing that Tim wrote uh, on the internet some years ago. My God. Uh, I, <laughs> do you, Puma, will you actually describe this for me a little bit? Because I think you, you definitely have a better understanding than I do. Just to give the... Anyone that doesn't know. I feel like anyone listening knows what I'm talking about. But... Can you explain just a quick overview <laughs> of of what? Yeah, of Ream Savage. Ream Savage. Yeah. You want me to describe it and not Tim? <laughs> well, I mean, I, we're. I mean, I it guess does seem weird that saying. you would have Puma describe this thing that <laughs> Tim wrote when Tim is sitting right next to Puma. The thing is is that when, as soon as you started mentioning it, Tim just kind of sat back and he looked at me and he was just like, go ahead. <laughs> See? Did so you? I was wrong then. Yeah, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright, alright, alright. So wait, have you talked about it on the show before? I don't think this... ever talked about it on the show. Okay. I don't know. I mean, so, I, I, I repeat myself all the time anyway. So. No, all he right. has not brought this up, nor his relationship to season one of The Mandalorian. Okay. I'm, I'm now curious how he thinks this relates okay we'll see. all right um an overview of the story or just the, the premise just the premise <laughs> okay eons ago no um years ago on the internet tim wrote a, a series of short stories called raheem savage it uh chronicled the ongoing adventures of a space mercenary slash hired gunman who would go around the uh, go around the the various star systems of his universe, collecting bounties, killing people for money, kidnapping people for money, fighting almost eldritch gods at certain points for money, and uh, basically trying to live his life and slowly ruining his life as he lived his life, and building a small ragtag family of people that he ended up having to do uh, other misadventures with, of which he got a lot of people killed. And it was his fault. And it uh, seems to be a running theme where he seems to get other people killed. Space Adventure Mercenary. Yeah. It sounds like the captain from uh, Futurama. The Killbots? A trifle. It was simply a matter of outsmarting them. You see, Killbots have a preset kill limit. 
Knowing their weakness, I sent wave after wave of my own men at them until they reached their limit and shut down. Kiff, show them the medal I won. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Zap Brannigan? Yeah, Zap Brannigan. <laughs> I never made that connection either, actually. I guess uh, if, off, you cross, I if you remember, cross Zap Brannigan with sort of Riddick, yeah, that's <laughs> like, my game. <laughs> yeah, it, it started off as like a joke, and then yeah. he just kept writing it, and it got really good. Like, there was some really interesting, like, character stuff with this insane mercenary man. And he split it up uh, into seasons. seasons. Uh, yeah. So there was, like, a season. I think it was up to season four, which I don't think he finished. Uh, I like how you keep talking about him like he ain't here. <laughs> It's fine. Sometimes I can even hear Tim's voice. It's like he is still here. I'm still here. Anyway. Anyways. Anyway, I'm getting to him. Jesus okay. Christ. I like okay, it. Cool. I'm just checking because I feel like you. T- Man, so, anyways, fuck Tim. You, am I right, guys? Just like, I feel like that's where this is going. One of my favorite. Uh, <laughs> one of my favorite parts of this story. And I, I want to say it was season two where this happened. Where. The each, each chapter or each like story was seemed to be mostly standalone, and then there were bits that sort of connected them, which I've always liked that kind of thing. Uh, and then towards the end, a lot of these characters that we'd met end up coming together to help. He ends up going to get them to like essentially like make this like crew. Uh, and that's why I was thinking the Mandalorian season one reminds me a lot of that because I was like, oh, that's kind of what happened. It was like you had these sort of standalone episodes and there was a story going on throughout the whole thing with the, you met these characters and then at the end of the season you had them come to get he needed them for something that's what it made me think of and i was like ah they clearly stole tim's idea <laughs> i wouldn't doubt it i mean they he worked for them who knows what kind of magic they were <laughs> sucking from his brain while he was there some computer chip to just come he's thinking he's clocking in for work Meanwhile, Disney is just downloading his neural receptors, and they're like, "Yo, this would be dope for the Mandalorian." The most, the the most Raheem thing I think in season one was um, when he ended up having to uh, go after the people that hired him because he realized, "Oh, they're just bastards, right?" Yeah. Of course, Raheem would have done it because he's like, "There's money in it," or they slighted him in some way. The Mando is actually a lot more upright than. Raheem ever was. Tim, Tim yeah. what, do you, what do you think, Tim? As the writer of Raheem Savage, are you going to sue Disney? <laughs> you have a case. Nah. <laughs> uh, Your Honor, we'd like to call our first witness uh, William Houston. He's an authority on the matter. Obviously not, since I made Puma talk about it. <laughs> in the in the case of Fools v. Disney. I do agree with you, Billy. Yeah, the uh, the Immortals era of Raheem Savage. Season 1 of Mandalorian is pretty close to what he was doing with that. And uh, the Sacred Cow, like, man, I miss all that stuff. I miss reading those. Oh, yeah. Those are, that, was a, that was a fun to, space opera story. I was story. every week when he had a new chapter come out. That was great. I missed that I missed that time, though. That was that was a good time to be... You know, we had, like, our internet friends. Yeah. Uh, our whole lives were ahead of us. Now we're old. 
for now you, your whole life was tired. ahead of you. My life was over even then. <laughs> <laughs> that's so crazy, oh, man. I'm on my third. That's crazy. So Poet's just riding high now. Wee! <laughs> he knows you got to grab onto life. You got to handcuff yourself to it. Yeah. And then throw it off a mountain. Man. I told him I was going to take a warm bath earlier, and he got silent. I said, what? I'm old. I need a soak. Oh, you know what they used to do in the old country? They'd run a warm bath. (laughs) 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 Open their veins. My fucking mind, because my I just I just love that this episode has got Meredith. So I don't even know what she wants. She's been fed. Oh, is this not a normal thing? No, (laughs) occasionally we'll get, they'll make an appearance, but like, this is like, she is a full on participant this episode. Yeah. She's like, here's what I think of the Mandalorian. My God, it's the new balcony cap. Uh, There really is like, so the difference in this episode (laughs) and like other episodes from the past, I usually am in the den. Uh, and I'm right. like sitting playing like Grand Theft Auto or something while you know while we record. That is not the case this time. I'm in my bedroom, and I think that that's the problem. Like she's like uh, the fact that there's a closed door between me and her, and she's like, "What's going on in there? <laughs> are you doing uh, the drugs? Are you are you are you on the internet talking to miscreants? Yes, yes, I am." Are you are you a sixteen year old boy talking to a thirty seven year old man on the internet? You don't understand. His name's Poe, and he's really cool. Oh man! He said he'll buy me weed. <laughs> so, somebody today asked me what I was go- getting dressed up for Halloween. I said I'm going as a forty five year old man who lives with his mom. There's not really a sexy version of that outfit. Yeah, I also I asked him before the show where you guys got here. I was like, "So, what are your Halloween plans?" And he was like, "I'm gonna play video games." <laughs> it's like it's the same game. Like, come like, on, what man. do you think? What do you think is gonna happen? I'm gonna go trick or treating. Exactly. Well, no, but there's lots of stuff you can do. Like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna watch horror movies and eat candy and I'm dress up something. I don't know what I'm gonna dress up as yet, but you know, actually, I would love that Jedi poet. Knocking on somebody's door and they answer the door and like, what the hell? It's like, I know what you're thinking, but I'm actually a seven-year-old in a 40-year-old man's mech suit body piloting it. (laughs) I like that I'm a fleshy mech suit. (laughs) They have the technology to make a a mech suit, but then they still cover it with my fat, fleshy ass. And they're like, we're still calling the police. And you're like, that's fair. That makes sense. Oh, man. Then the police show up in their own mech suit. (laughs) And they're like, get away from her, you bitch. Like, oh, wait. Wait a minute, what? Why? Forklift arms come out of his arms. I love how when I went into the uh, explanation of uh, of Raheem earlier, Timmy just stared at me like, Nah, nah, nah. All the all this is wrong. This is all wrong. <laughs> what you're doing is wrong, and you should feel bad. We had I can't remember. It wasn't too long ago. We had this conversation where I was thinking about like how ridiculous it was the way that we met and became friends. Because I was like, you know, now that I have a son, I'm like, if my son was a teenager, I was like, yeah, I'm friends with this thirty something year old man online, and be like, that's weird. Don't talk to that guy. <laughs> and then you'll be like, who is he? And it's like his name is Puma, and it's like. <gasps> 
guess it's okay. Now you're going to be on the other side of that, Billy. I hope you're happy. I don't like First. being the kind of guy that is judgmental <laughs> of his upbringing. You know, I think a lot of people can look back on the way that they were raised and see, like, the issues that were there. Where they're like, ah, the, my parents could have done this better or that better. And I don't like to, you know, I don't want to be one of those guys that's just like, oh, you know, things would be so much different if my parents had just done blah, 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 blah. You know, like, that. I just, that's silly. But I do wonder, like, my, did my parents not know that I was friends with you guys or like what my internet <laughs> I like, even visited you I met your parents well at I'm that not... point though I was an adult so it's like okay that's true yeah yeah we waited she, until you were an adult, adult. Like, be, really... like I think that'd be very different if it was like if the first time I met Poe and I was 16 but the first time I met him in person I was 18 or 19. I think, I think I was 19. Let's make it 19, because this sounds way creepier if I just showed up when you were 18. Oh, no, it's not creepy. You see, we groomed him from a very early age. Oh, man. Chris Hansen. <laughs> you wrote fan fiction about... I mean, oh, honestly, man. that wasn't that weird, I don't think. I think it was a lot weirder for people. I remember when I was at work one day, and I was about to leave. Hey. What's hey. up? What up? The sound effects right now are horrifying. Billy's about to get murdered. <laughs> oh, this is a Halloween episode. It's, it's you! Ah! You need to describe them. It's that person. They're a vaguely human shape. <laughs> oh, Booker's here. What do you Booker's do? the murderer? <laughs> it was the baby. It was Maggie Simpson who shot Mr. Burns. You shot who and the what now? <laughs> we shot who and the what now? Uh, all Damn, that was a good cast. Right? It was pretty good. <laughs> uh, Puma and Tim are on tonight. Nice. And of course, Poet, as usual. Is Hi, Liz. Hi, guys. Hi, Puma. Hi, Tim. Hi. We're sorry we woke the baby. You didn't. No, no, you didn't. Good. Billy, why did you wake the baby? Hey, baby. <laughs> I mean, that's just kind of what I do. Bad Billy. I, you know, he really doesn't wake up super easily. Uh, you know, there's been like loud noises and stuff. We'll be watching TV. He'll sleep right through it. But then, like little things might wake him up. It's really weird. Like you open the door and there's like a small creak, and then he's like, "Uh, uh, what's going on?" And then he starts looking around. He's the night watchman. It's completely inconsistent. Oi! No. What are you doing over there? He's acclimated to, like, you know, loud sounds and strange noises oh, well, yeah. the horror movies. That you so. He's blast, acclimated blast. to video game sounds, so gunfire, he's fine. Yeah. Explosions. How was that movie today while he, was, uh, while he was in the den with me? Uh, and it was about, like, a couple of hitmen. And this guy is just, like, beating the shit out of this dude with a hammer. And Liz is sitting there holding Booker and is like, is this really something you should be watching with a baby in the room? <laughs> and I was like, I mean, he's not looking at the screen. I don't, he wasn't looking at the screen, I don't think, at the time. <laughs> well, you're, 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 you're preparing him for doing um, cosplay with You're the Mandalorian and he's a child. And he's just like, yeah, die, trash, die. <laughs> and then you just you know, fuck. <laughs> I, I, I think a lot about the kind of cosplay we can do, but I'm oddly self-conscious about the fact that I'm so short, because I'm like, if I was the Mandalorian, I feel like 
you know, no matter how good the costume was, people would be like, that guy's way too short. Aren't you a little short for a Mandalorian? Exactly. (laughs) Meredith has been yelling at us this entire time. So I guess she's the other guest of this show. There's a lot of guests on this episode. It's jam-packed. It's jam-packed. weird when he's 10 years old and he's already taller than you. (laughs) I don't know. We talked about that. Like, how, like, it's very possible that he could be... Like crazy tall in the yeah, future. Yeah, he's gonna tower over Billy. Billy's Billy gonna be looking up to him from about four years old on. Billy oh, was I, like, I was I was okay with being a larger person than somebody for once. Nah, it really doesn't bother me being short uh, for like everyday things. But when I think about like cosplaying, I'm like, ah, you know, I want to be accurate. Nobody wants to see like a short version of anything. I dressed up. As the Joker, I am a black woman, so I'm sure that you can you can dress up as someone despite your height. I think there's a difference between a short guy trying to be the Joker versus a hot woman trying to be the Joker. Like there's a people will let that slide. Like oh man, that Joker that looks really good. It's different. Billy, you could man. be one of the Spidermen. Yeah, Billy, live your best life. You could be an Oompa Loompa. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> All right. I would totally walk around singing Oompa Loompa songs. Yeah. Well, I did that writing weeks ago. And Lisa, I got people the lyrics. That could work. Yeah, you don't even know the lyrics to the Oompa Loompa songs. Um, Why you mean Oompa I Loompa? think I got them mostly right. Yeah, book it right. I never watched Willy Wonka like that. You could be, uh, you could be the, uh, the Oompa Loompa Union Chief, where you just walk around. You're you look exactly like Oompa Loompa, but you have a cigar, and you're just like, I don't do the songs. I just negotiate salary increases. That's it. That's all I do. I'll just be animated characters. I think that's easier to... You know, nobody will, I'll be Hans Molman. Nobody will... Like, he's short. He could be Wolverine. He could too tall be Wolverine. for Wolverine. I'm not too tall for Wolverine. I mean, I might be a little too tall for Wolverine, but I'm definitely not wide enough for Wolverine. Like, so you're in to... that weird middle area where you're you... just not tall or short enough for nothing. He could be Robin. Draken. He could Look. be Draken, his son. Let's be real. The yeah. average man is five foot ten. Okay. Yeah. So you're and, five and four ten. Well, Billy's you... almost a foot short of that. See, okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> would just be a feat. All you need is some boots and some lifts inside of the boots, and there you go. I mean, you're right. That's fine. Just make I... sure they're the boots with the fur. Exactly. Get low. Ow. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. I should just go to comic book conventions. Everybody is shorter there, so you can no one will question it. I've heard that, like the you know the Disney characters at like Disney Japan. They don't have to be as t- so like if you're trying to be like the prince or whatever the characters are, you don't have to be that as tall as you need to be in America to be that character. That'd be so crazy to go there as an American and just be like, I'm taller than Prince Charming. This is weird. Like, yes. Well, most of the characters are rigging anyway. Yeah, like you walk past like Mr. Incredible and it's like this little 18 year old girl. Yeah, sweating to death. Yeah, and the yeah. rest of it's just this massive freaking like rig. foam rubber thing. Yeah, you could do that. You could, you could, you could be Mister Incredible. 
I don't want I mean, it. they put muscles <laughs> on Zachary Levi for Shazam. You could do it. So does every episode go off the rails like this, or is it just because we're here? No, they, they all go no, off the rails. Pretty much it. <laughs> Dang. Dang. What? That's just outed yourselves, guys. Does every episode go off the rails? So that means you don't listen. No, no, no. It's it's fine. We don't expect anyone to actually listen. <laughs> we know they didn't listen earlier when they asked what the theme song was. <laughs> We've been very upfront with the fact yeah. that we haven't listened. Okay, we're not, well, we're I... not here to BS anybody. I'm not about to judge them because I miss like pretty much every video they put out on their YouTube channel. And they have a YouTube channel. Yeah. Oh, in the show. I got a phone. Okay, this interview was over. <laughs> I'm a subscriber. You owe me. I have to subscribe. Oh, shit. He's, he's right. Damn it. <laughs> dance, monkey, dance. I'm dancing. I'm dancing. Oh, man. <laughs> I can't stop crying. Well, I, I did my part. Guys, poet, I put the link to the podcast in my TikTok bio. I saw that. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm sure it confuses a lot of people. <laughs> oh, I bet it does. You know, come to think of it, no. Because we had a ton of downloads on the last episode. And I was like, that's so weird. I guess. That's yeah. right, is that what you That's right. Say, mom is in the creator fund. She got TikTok followers. That's right. I've made almost $8 making TikToks. Get that money. Damn. Yeah, she's got like almost twelve like thousand burger money on TikTok now, which blows me away. Like that's crazy. Okay, Not now I gotta get TikTok. We I gotta get phone. China surveillance software on my phone now. They already know everything about Hold me. On. That's right. Hold they on. already know how much of a loser I am. It doesn't matter now. Hold on. Hold yeah, on. they already bought my info from Facebook and Instagram, so that's I don't. Right. I don't care. There we go. Liz, how many TikTok followers do you have? I have almost 12,000. Almost 12,000. We slightly average 15 listens to our podcast, two of which are me and Billy. <laughs> I know yeah, that. but we have 45. Yeah, we know, we know all about that life. Episode, which I thought was really crazy. I was like, Well, maybe it came from my TikTok bio. I added the link. Like I said, I did, I did my part. No, you would think that I got all those followers from shaking my ass or being a hoochie or something. No, I got it from wearing no makeup, looking crazy, and making dark humor jokes on TikTok. And I had this one video that got a million views. God damn. Tim, so that's her... what we've been doing wrong. I keep dancing like a hoochie <laughs> and shaking my ass. And when I should have just been telling jokes and making very, you know, intellectual observations of things. I keep telling you. Uh, you I would know. not say they're intellectual. Yeah, I'm not damn even. It. No, so yeah. she made she made a she made a video about uh, rating her nieces and nephews, and she ended the video with her nephew who died, and Damn. it got it just got a ton of views, and she got a bunch of subscribers, so she started making more videos. And for a while there, the the running theme was just how can I include someone who's died in this video. <laughs> Yeah, it got to the point that people were commenting and like, damn, every time I come on, you come on my FYP, the For You page, like the feed. They're like, every time you come on my FYP, I'm nervous wondering who's dead next. So, oh, no. yeah, so it's like, damn it, so Tim. Far, I've got so many dead you. relatives. My gotta sister. start exploiting that. <laughs> damn. Yeah. Merchandising, merchandising. <laughs> 
And then some people have the fucking nerve to be like, death isn't funny. It was like, well, Jesus Christ. Okay, like, it was one person, and she got dragged in the comments. Gen Z is savage. Let yeah, me they tell <laughs> They do not play games. They are mean as yeah. hell. Like, I, I was pretty, I was kind of like mild in my reply to her, but they were dragging her and just calling her all kinds of names. It was pretty, it was pretty hilarious. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, Gen Z scares the crap out of me. They're going to be like the Mad Max generation. Yeah. Whereas I'm just all like, hey, there's this funny dog meme. And my nephew's like, did you know that the Arctic Circle has not refrozen the entire season? And I'm just like, damn, dog. There, there's this meme with Joker in it. You like that? Yeah. Yeah, I they, really they're serious, man. A lot of ways where I, you know... There's a lot of things that make me uncomfortable that make them uncomfortable, but they'll do things that I definitely would. So, like, I saw this this tweet not too long ago about Gen Z about how, like, yeah, Gen Z will get right into a police officer's face and tell them what racist pieces of shit they are. But they also need their significant other to call the office because they don't really like talking on the phone. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's – I don't – I won't do that to the police, I don't think, but I definitely – Sir, I know my rights. Now – can I just email the doctor's office or, you know, text message? I've yelled at a lot of people. Yeah. Phone calls suck. <laughs> no. In Do person. That. There's just something about being in person. Just telling someone to fuck off is easier. Uh, on the phone, all my, all, my, all my juice goes away on the phone. Like, half the time, I will be, I will be driving and we will go through a drive-thru and I'm like, all right, Liz, you're going to have to yell from the passenger seat because I just don't want to. <laughs> Just uncomfortable. I don't know. And then, well, he won't even do the like text thing or whatever. I have had to. I've had to ask every day for two weeks. Did you message your doctor in the portal? Did you message your doctor in the patient portal? Until he finally sent the message to his doctor. Like he didn't have to call. He could have messaged at any time of day. So, like he could have written that message and reread it a hundred times and until it was perfect or whatever. And he still, still couldn't do it. So I had to force him to message his doctor. So I don't yeah. know. I have such a similar like a, story. I don't, I don't like the direction that this episode is they taking. Made your I, <laughs> Billy's wife came on. It's like, let me tell you all the ways that he sucked. <laughs> hey, you guys started it with calling him an Oompa Loompa. Okay? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I had a thing. I don't know. I, she, I, but she I, doesn't I usually home. do that. Most of the time, Liz is just like, you're such a great husband and a great dad, and you do so much. But then, like, five minutes later, she will follow that up with something like, oh, why do you always fucking forget to eat? Like, you know, such things like, I'll just, like, bring her something. Listen, and she'll be marriage like, is based on compliment sandwiches. Oh, man, I you're such I'm a good father. Know. Why the fuck can't you call the doctor? But, man, <laughs> I, I you, you just, you listen. You just listen. Okay, but you forgetting things is a, is a science experiment for me. It's been very interesting. It's been a very interesting social experiment. No matter how many things that you tell Billy to get from the other room, he will always forget one. And that includes if you ask him for one thing, he will not come back with anything. It is it is an interesting phenomenon. I, I, I feel like there's something about him walking through the doorway, and it's almost like being in a video game. I know, yeah, Booker. Yeah, no, he's like, stop talking dad, like, about, yeah. dad about my dad. But it's almost like in a video game. It's like you didn't quite get to the save point, and so you lost track of what was going on, and you had to come back and start over again. And it's just, it's intriguing to me. So I find it's gonna be a, 
there's going to be a moment where he walks into the other room to get something. It's been like a half hour. You're going to be like, where the, where the hell did you walk in there? And he's just walking in circles going, I don't know who I am. Where am I? Are you my wife? <laughs> who am I? Oh, no. Are you a Wait video game? Is this a simulation? No, because I remember the thing. I thought about this the other day where it's like I can forget so many things and, you know, have a hard time retaining random stuff, uh, school stuff. Sometimes I have a lot of trouble with. Uh, but then there's other things that I can go on and on about for like hours. I can't remember what it was, but I was telling you about something. Some movie, something that you did not care about, but we're stuck in a pandemic together, so you're going to hear it. And I was just going on and on. And I was like, why do I know all this? Like, this is useless information. I can't remember, like, important things, but I'm just like, let me tell you about this movie from 1986 that you'll never watch. What movie? What movie? <laughs> what movie? Yes. Yeah. Well, talking to? I'm just imagining, like, you're, you're refinancing your house, and they're like, okay, so this is what escrow is. And you're like... Did you know that in the 90s, uh, Batman met this guy named Bane, and it did not go well. <laughs> but it's so interesting, though, because he gets extremely excited about whatever this random, you know, thing is that has nothing to do with anything. And so it's a lot of times it is interesting to hear whatever he has to say because he's just he's so excited about it. I'm just like, yeah, let's hear about it. Come on, tell the story. And now, I, now go and get this out of the other room. Was, but the what now? <laughs> do what? Get this out of the other room. Do what now? Do, yeah. Do what now? He's just going to keep saying do what now until we tell him to stop. Over and over again. <laughs> like Aquatine. It's his Hodor. Yeah, exactly. Do what <laughs> now? Exactly do what now? Do what making. now? Do what now? What's wrong with do what now? <laughs> Booker's looking like my dad uh, never forgets anything and takes very good care of me. So screw all you guys. Or he's like, I'm a baby. I don't know what's happening. Yeah, I that, say usually that's his, his attitude. That's about, that's about right. Oh, my God. Booker has pooped like three times. To- they don't want to hear that. God, damn. Why are you just putting Booker's business on blast? For real. Yeah, yeah I just go to his TikTok about it. I don't, I don't yeah, get a million, Get a million of, uh, uh, downloads on TikTok. Okay, so I don't have videos about my baby like that. Thank you very much. No, we're talking I to Billy. Do. Billy needs to do TikToks about bo- 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 Booker's poop schedule. Can you so imagine that my like... kid pooped five times today? Amazing. So proud. <laughs> so is that to like counterbalance the TikTok that I made with Booker where we're both like to a song where they're calling Trump a white supremacist? Is that is that how we're going to balance that out? <laughs> Once the political one, the, the baby's political, but then the baby can be fun sometimes. You know, sometimes can be fun. It's like Dave Chappelle says: sometimes you have a politics joke, and sometimes you have a shit joke. There you go. Well, that's that's good point. That's a very good point. That's a so. Uh, speaking of this child, did a uh, poet tell you guys that he is the baby's godfather? Oh my god! Yeah, well, I don't know if we've ever actually talked about that on the show. We might have. Oh, and it finally happened. You are the godfather now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think of something to say like Marlon Brando, but I really I got nothing. Oh, I just thought you were doing the song from the opening. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, my God. 
No, the intro song goes, this is the intro, this is the intro, this is the intro for the Poet and Billy podcast and Stravaganza! It's very uh, Muppet Show-like. You're not worried about uh, lawsuits, that, that, are you? No. You should, oh, boy, hear the, that. you should hear the outro, outro song. It's way different. This is the outro, this is the outro, this is the outro for the Poet and Billy podcast and Travaganza! Now, what's your name, boy? Nathan Corleone. <laughs> uh, I missed so you just, guys. Just, just to throw this out there, normally when we uh, record Same and I'm in the den, I'm usually playing Grand Theft Auto Five just to have my hands doing something, so it's like I'm driving around and... Just just driving around, pretty much. That's really all I do. So, now that I'm in the bedroom right now doing this, I have the PlayStation 2 in here. So, I was like, I'll put some, I'll put Vice City in. I'll drive around there. <laughs> and when I haven't played this in so long, and it is so apparent the size difference of, like, the maps. Like, it's so small. It's There's so small. There's also load zones, which is weird. It's super weird. Like, you can drive over a bridge, and it'll be like, welcome to Vice City, splash screen. We're like, oh, I remember these. Like, I remember when San Andreas came out and they had no load screens. That was such a big deal. I was like, oh my god. Oh, you could skydive and shit. Yeah. Holy crap! Like everything opened up then. Oh, Wait, there oh, were load screens in Vice City. Nope. God, it's been so long since I played that game. Run away, Tommy Versetti. Allegedly, that's where the next one's taking place. Allegedly. Yeah, that's what I heard. Think, what most of the original Rockstar people are gone now? Most of the Mo- people behind the scenes, yeah. Yeah, even Laszlo's gone. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I heard. yeah. He just left the this. Police like, shooting this, me. I didn't even do anything. Last summer, so this like in the last year or so, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, there's something. What, what games are you guys looking forward to? Because there's no movies coming out forever now. Well, movies I've, have been postponed. I've been playing Avengers a lot with um, Recon and Cloud. Um, Ren just got it, and a friend of mine I work with have it. Nice. Um, so we've been playing that, and both me and Cloud were really down on Avengers going into it. Nothing that we saw uh, gave us any interest in it. Um, and Recon got it, and... Uh, he was playing it and he didn't say too much about it um, uh, other than, you know, he liked it or whatever. Uh, And then Cloud got it and was just like instantly regretted everything about that decision. (laughs) And I was like, why did you get it when you said you didn't want to get it? Um, And he's like, I don't know. I just needed something. I'm a slave to trends. It is. And he didn't like it. And, um, And I really, like I said, I didn't have no itch. I thought it looked terrible. The gameplay didn't look exciting at all, um, but I had extra money that I, I I got surprise money for my birthday, and I was just like, "Fuck it, let me get Avengers and just see see for myself." And I I surprisingly liked the story better than I expected, um, but that game shines when you're playing with your friends because it's just. So much fun to be like Thor and Hulk and Cap or Black Widow. And I like, heard it's like half broken when you play it by yourself too, because uh, the AI can't get you up when you get downed. Yeah, so you kind of have to play with other people. I haven't had too. I personally haven't had too 
bad experience with that. I've couple times I've been in a position where the AI didn't come get me. One time was I was I had literally nobody who could have come got me where I died because I was <laughs> Thor, and I died in a place that they literally couldn't get to. I died in space. They Bas- couldn't get to me. Basically. <laughs> Um, so I never really had too many issues uh, with the with that part of the AI. My problem was I want to play as Thor, and the campaign um, forces you to play as the all the characters, right? Right. The problem is the characters have two ways to power up. You have your basic level, which is one to fifty, and then you have your power or gear level, which is um, one to 150. Oh God. Yeah. So there's, so basically it's like you get to 50 and then sort of the end game is to get to 150. And so, um, the campaign does two things and it, uh, it forces you to either do these single player things and then it dovetails into letting you do some multiplayer things only to have you go back in to do single player things. So you're kind of up and down throughout the throughout throughout as you play. Um, so you got to jump through hoops just to level up. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, and in the nature of the game at launch, it's somewhat better now. Um the problem is that one the 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 the, the characters really don't open up and get fun until you're about 20 levels in. Once you've gotten a lot of skill points and you distribute them to your character and they really start feeling like superheroes, then it gets fun. Um, okay. So they don't feel like superheroes at first? Like, it's not as... No, because just because of the way... Because really you're just punching and kind of doing the little superpowers. But, like, once they start adding in... Like, I've been playing as Iron Man and using my repulsors and they're fine, but they're... I haven't been doing very good, and the only reason I was playing with them is because I had to get precision headshots for this one specific Iron Man uh, quest line I'm doing. And so, like, but I'm fi- I finally got him up to 50, and halfway through that, last, like, 25 to 50, I finally finished the precision repulsor hits. So I switched to rockets, and it was like, instantaneously, I was crushing my enemies because I was hitting them because I had put everything into rockets un, because I didn't understand early on what I was doing. Um, and so anyways, back to what like the problem is, is so the best way to play it and do it is to focus on one character and get them all the way powered up. And that's kind of like how you want to play and kind of how it's, the best way to play, but then the way the campaign does it, it bounces you around. So I go into the final mission. I start off as Thor, who's my most powerful, Hulk's second most powerful, and then everybody else is shit in the bed, right? <laughs> um, and I'm thinking, okay, final mission. Oh, I get to choose Thor? Perfect. This is going to be perfect. This is exactly this is what easy. I want. I got my, my heaviest hitter in this bitch, and sure enough, I fight Thor through the very first part of the final mission, which is really like 18 fucking missions in a row. Uh, and then they bounce you through everybody. And so on the fight tech quote unquote, the final mission, I level cap up from level one to level four, which is terrible oh 
because he has no abilities and you're in the final mission. And so then I get into this one part that was really frustrating only because it was it was just waves of enemies. Like I ha- like you're fighting the the main bad guy and you hit this section where you just get into a section where you're fighting waves of enemies. Basically, They're doing the end of movie bad guy sends all yeah, of his armies at you. Every thing. every type of enemy class in the game you go through one time and it's me and Kamala and she's an NPC, it can't play as her, and I'm Hulk in this situation. He's my second most powerful guy in the game. Should be good. I'm literally getting one hit by dudes. <laughs> and I'm like, I literally was just like, I almost stopped, like, quit playing. Instead, I just turned my Xbox off and went to work. And when I, <laughs> and when I came home, I just resumed back in. So I, like, I had cooled down after eight hours of work. And basically what I ended up doing was taking Hulk to the furthest, highest part of the map, letting Kamala fight everybody while I just pitched rocks until they came at me, run to the next highest part of the map, repeat until I cleared that area. Damn. So, but once I got into Avengers Initiative, which is the end game, and I get to playing with Recon and Cloud and now Mats and Ren... When we You're have in the a, end game now. When you have four people, I mean, it's so fucking fun. Like, just whipping, like, watching, like, being in the air, swinging your hammer as Thor, ready to whip it at somebody, only to see Hulk smash, and then just see enemies either disappear or fucking fly away. It's just fantastic. And you see, those should be the best moments, but that should be the whole game, you know? Like, well, it should be always, like, you just tear an ass with your friends. Yeah. Well, that also just sounds disappointing, too, because I, I would hate this. I, I hate this idea of you have to, con- like, level up for a while before you feel like you're an Avenger, really. That was, the, uh, that was the problem in uh, the uh, Ultimate Alliance 3 game, where it's like you start out with a basic attack and a heavy attack and one special move. You got to, like, get through a shit ton of levels before you get all your special moves well, and then you don't even good, feel like a, a full character until you have has, like you always start out feeling awesome and and strong and then it just continues to get better from there like yeah yeah well so so Man, it's really it's, a lot to say it's let me explain it to you like this so it's like it's it's fun in the beginning because you can throw your hammer as thor right you right. can you can throw your shield as Captain America. You can shoot guns as Black Widow. Everything that they do, essentially, you all their supers, you have all of that at the beginning. Okay. Um, but what for like Captain America, where it gets progressive is like he can throw the shield at an enemy and it comes back to him, right? Well, then right. he can get it to the point where he can line, uh, target multiple people, throw the shield, it'll hit all of them and come back to him. Then he can get it to the where he can target all three of those guys, get it, hit all three of those guys, and it'll come back to him, and he can kick it at another dude. So, like, when Cloud unlocked the kicking of the shield, we literally sat there for, like, two and a half minutes, just him throwing the shield at a wall and <laughs> kicking it, so we could just watch him throw a, 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 the shield at the wall and kick it. And so, like, with Thor, like, I can throw my hammer at anybody and, and pin him to a wall, and it's fucking fantastic. But 
then I can, what happens is I level up my spin so that as I'm spinning my hammer, it charges with electricity. And when it hits him, it does electrical damage. Level that up. As it pins him, it does uh, more electrical damage continuously as he's pinned. Level it up even further. As I throw it at an enemy, it it shoots off electricity to other enemies as it's going towards the guy I'm, I'm in. Right. So it's like those kind of things. It's like for... Uh, for um, uh, Thor, his super is to call the Bifrost. So you get you the Bifrost comes and takes you, and then you move the Bifrost around the map and drop it on enemies wherever you want to drop it. Right, that's your basic super attack. You get to the point where you level it all the way up, and one of the options is if you detonate it at the right time, it'll leave a burning field around it, and then so anybody in that area is taking flame damage. Damn. So there are times like when my Thor is fully leveled up and I do like I'll pop my left button, which gives me an electrical charge, which uh, uh, shoots lightning down and strikes any available target to hit. Um, then I do my storm collar, which lifts every enemy in the air. And then I can do a lightning strike at one particular enemy. So like everybody gets hit like that. And then I drop the Bifrost. So there are times I can clear a whole wave of enemies just by popping my supers, my 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 specials and supers right after one, right after the other. Gotcha, as it should be. Yeah, but like that's the worst you... thing when you do special attacks, and it's just like you have taken down half of their health. Good job. Yeah, and <laughs> um, but like, and honestly, one of, what's funny to me about it is that I've always said that I wanted a GTA esque game where I could be my favorite superheroes. Mm-hmm. I. This is not I, quite that, though, right? No, not not that at all. Nor do I think it would work the way I would want it to work. Mm-hmm. Because what happens is they so they have two basic styles of gameplay. You basically have building gameplay and uh, and minimal open world gameplay, right? Right. So you're set in the forest, or you're set in a city, or you're set in a desert town uh, next to the mountains type shit, right? Or right. you're inside a building, and then you're in corridors, hallways, whatever. The corridors, hallways is fine. It's self-contained. It allows it to shine. What happens when you're in the open world environments is your boy Odin Poet flies away, and everybody else who can't fly is like, yo, where'd Poet go? And they're looking <laughs> for me. And I've flown off somewhere. We've gone different way. And you don't Goodbye. think you don't think to communicate because in real life, if the four of us are together and you walk away, Puma, I'll be like, "Yo, where Puma going?" Oh, I can see Puma. He keeps well, he's right there. But in the video game, the moment I fucking my hammer pulls me off into the air, that's it. Oh my god, hammer pulled you off. I'm gone. You're not gonna see me for for a while. Until you press well, you need up the on the characters to be able to pick up the non-flying characters so they can throw them at people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, after talking about this for a few minutes now, I do think it's funny to look back on this, especially since you guys don't really listen to the show, so you don't know this. Ever since this game was announced, I was like, oh, that looks like it might be fun. Like, I never was, like, super interested in it, but it was enough for me to bring it up when we were talking about games and stuff. Every time, Poe would be like, I have no interest in that game whatsoever. Never stop. Multiple times it would come up in conversation if we were talking about games and stuff on the show. The game, like the week the game comes out, and Poe, it's like, yeah, I got it. 
Oh man, it's true. It's true. And I and I'll be the first to admit that shit. Um, what? Uh, but that's what I've been playing. What are you guys uh, looking forward to? Uh, since it's not going to be Cyberpunk. Um, I mean, I I've been replaying a lot of old games. I'm actually like the the thing I've been uh, doing is that um I've been on the Game Pass thing and I've been basically just just downloading random ass games that I was like you know what I never picked that up and now I can pick it up for the low low price of free. Yeah. So, you know, I I actually played through um Dante's Inferno again, a ten year old game just because it was there, and I got to play it again. Uh, as far as games that I'm looking forward to though. Um, damn. I mean, Cyberpunk was all that I was looking forward to. <laughs> and that just keeps getting pushed back. Oh, man. You looking been, forward to anything, Tim? That's been breaking people's hearts. Ah! Breath of the Wild 2? Whenever of, the hell that's coming out? Oh, yeah. Breath of the Wild 2. Damn. Can't what wait about, for that. What about that other one? Hyrule Knights or something like that? Oh, Hyrule Warriors? Yeah, Hyrule Warriors. Hyrule, Hyrule Knights sounds like it's some, like, noir set in the fucking Zelda universe. Some, like, some detective is investigating some murder in Hyrule Castle. I'd be down for Knights. that. Hyrule Warriors is, I think, out already. Is it? What is I think that? I so. Uh, Des- uh, no, uh, Dynasty Warriors. With uh, Zelda skins on them. I gotcha. That makes sense. Um, Speaking of Game Pass, have either of you guys checked out Wasteland 3? Yes. What did you guys think? Uh, Mikey, who's gone to take a shit. Uh, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Mikey actually played it. He did a video on it. and I remember seeing you guys had a video early on it. He... He played it all. He wanted to go back to it, and he wanted to do, like, a whole series on it and stuff. But it's so fundamentally broken. Like, every time he got on it, he really couldn't do much. Yeah. They fixed some of that stuff. I didn't, I, I occasionally had some problems. I had more problems when we were trying to play multiplayer mm. um, more than anything. Like, the moment we both went into talk to the gear vendor... I like one person wouldn't be able to come out and it was just like a nightmare. Um, of course. I I I've been I've played it multiple times. Yeah. I'm curious uh because I don't it's one of the games where I don't feel like you can get what I would call a true good ending. Yeah. And that bothers me enough that I keep playing it to see if I can get a better ending than the ones that I've gotten. Cause I found that as a person from Colorado, I uh-huh. tend to want to stay and be in Colorado and not go back to Arizona and not go back to Arizona. And, and of course nothing, um, there's not really a good way you can do the best you can do is send supplies to Arizona. Um, and, but it, it's not good for Arizona. Yeah. Like that helps them for a little while, but basically it does no good. Um, leaving the Gippers in charge in Denver bothers me 
as well as like I would never go with the I can't think of the kite people, but I'd never go with those kite people. I and wasn't so, totally gone for a few minutes. So you're saying yes. that Thor has lightning attacks? Thor has lightning attacks. <laughs> No, we're talking about Wasteland 3. I know, I know. No, I, I did not leave the Gippers in charge. I killed the hell out of the Gippers. The, I blew the fuck out of that statue. Yeah, the first time, to, me too, I fucked the sta- I, I blew the Gippers up, killed all the dudes. And, and, and so here's the thing. I was telling my cousin this. Uh, I don't know any of the Wasteland universe. Only what was in-game. And I know there was sort Same. of this, this ro- problems with robots. So yeah. when I got to the airport with all the robots, I didn't have a problem with robots because I've had R2-D2 in my life since I was a baby. Exactly. I, I made peace with the robots as soon as I met them. I thought they were really cool. Why they can't make the oil for Colorado Springs is beyond me. That has been a thing that was like a thing on the Reddit. I remember talking to people about that, and they were like, so what's the point of leaving the robots in charge? Are they just saying that the robots are just assholes that lie to you? And I'm like, the robots never said that they were going to give you oil. The whole idea behind leaving them in charge is if you're trying to deprive Denver, no, Colorado itself, of oil. Because the thing is, is that you can choose to attack you know, Colorado Springs yep. if you choose to. I do plan I, to get that achievement for murdering everybody in Colorado Springs, Loki. I know, I know. That sounds like it's going to be difficult to yes. do. But, uh, but when I, I did I gotta it... i got to tell you guys, I was, I was distracted for a minute, so I didn't know what you are talking about, and I was like, please don't murder anyone in Colorado. <laughs> or anywhere else. No I know, with the, with the way the world is right now, and it's like, so yeah, I, I blew up all the oil in Colorado Springs, and you know, that's just life right now because Trump, you know? And as <laughs> <laughs> but no, poet. I think I think the point of leaving the robots in charge and them not giving oil is the is you can choose as the player to deprive Colorado Springs of oil, and that means that their defenses are not going to be as difficult to get through if you decide to attack them. Which I did. Which means that their walls were not powered. Their their wall defenses were not powered because they didn't. You. Yeah, they didn't have any... The problem is, is that the game never tells you this. Yeah. The game is actually really bad at communicating when you get stuff and when you don't get stuff. Well, my, uh, th- my thing unless is... Unless it's an item. My thing is not them not, not doing it or not, not giving you oil. Not giving I understand, like, the, 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 the... To deprive Denver of oil, why you would do that. My thing is... If you leave the robots in charge, why yeah. can't them taking over Denver be an option? Because why wouldn't they have I the agree. knowledge and the ability to pump the oil to Denver? It it feels like it feels like there's a, a little bit of cut content there because Man. after you're done with the robots, you never hear from them again. No, that I don't even think that they get a whole slide at the end of the game to themselves. I think they, it just says they they get one little one I think. Yeah, one little one. Which I just think. says the the robots decided to leave and go their own way or something and that that's like the most you get which is disappointing cuz there was a lot of characters there that you yeah. interacted with. Yeah. You can even reprogram some of the characters and I'm like um was hey, this going to be a thing? I don't know how I missed this on my I so I replayed it 3 times. Uh-huh. 
the this this last time uh, was the first time I've killed all the robots. Right. It was also the first time I met the robot you can fuck. Really, little sparrow. I was like, yeah. I was like, where? I was like, how did I miss this dude the last time? I was like, what is this? He was like one of the first ones I ran into, and I was just like, totally unfuck you. You're a cute little guy. (laughs) Uh, Hey, did you get any STDs? I got one from the robot. I never got any STDs, and that's one of the achievements. I went through the whole brothel. Yeah, never got any. I just got the buffs. I mean, what? Oh yeah, the goat. Yeah, we don't talk about him. Um, but other than him, you know, and I only ever got it from the robot. It was like, it was something like battery acid burns or something like, Oh yeah. Sounded gross. Yeah. Robot STD talk seems like as good a time as any for me to tell you guys, I got to hop out. (laughs) What do you mean? Nice. My food just arrived. Man, this is getting too personal, man. I got, are you coming back or are are you leaving the show before it ends? Uh, I mean, I was gonna, I, 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 I want to eat. You want, wait, do you want me to eat and come back and we continue and just do like a four hour long episode? <laughs> well, I'm not done talking to these guys. I don't know what you're doing. Well, no, 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 I'm not saying, I'm not saying that, you know, the episode has to end because I'm leaving, but. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> Look, if you want to come back, come back after we, after you're done eating. I'm sure we're still talking. I want to talk about, we haven't even gotten to every day is midnight. <laughs> We really haven't. <laughs> okay, I'll well, check we, back in we, with you what guys. What we could do is that we could just do this as a part one, and we can do another one, like, you know, like a little while from now. A little while from now? Like, you mean like, like 45 minutes from now or, like, next week? Or, like, what are you talking about? Probably probably, probably like another week from now because, like, I, I also got work in the morning and I got to start getting ready for bed. That's fine. We can end it now. And we could just do it like a part two or something. Stay tuned next week. Every day is midnight <laughs> with Every Day is Midnight. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. This is uh, the outro. This is the, <laughs> this is the outro song. Not copyright infringement. Uh, <laughs> Don't sue. All right, guys. Part yeah. Liz texted me. I was like, we got food. She texted. She ordered it. And there's, I don't know what it is. I haven't gotten to look yet, but I'm really excited because A, I didn't know she ordered food, and B, I don't know what it is, but I trust her to give me something I want. So it's exciting times. Alrighty. Well, you I guys have this. a good night. I'm going to go eat. And All right. Next, next, yeah. Next time we'll do Every Day is Midnight, maybe some work stories, maybe some funny, funny shenanigans. It was fun talking to you guys again. Which means we won't get to it at all and just go (laughs) off about something else. That makes sense. That that tracks. Yeah. I still haven't (laughs) even talked about the Batman movie Death in the Family. (laughs) That's good because I still haven't watched it. (laughs) You don't have to. Don't watch it. To watch it. No. Oh, don't don't watch watch it. Okay. Yeah. Tune in next week. Don't watch it. Oh wait. (laughs) Don't watch. (laughs) All right. I'm poet. I'm Billy. I'm Mikey. Good night. This is the outro. This is the outro. This is the outro for the Poet and Billy Podcast Extravaganza. All right. Love you guys.